Dear Diary When I was just a boy, Count, my tireless studies were interrupted one midsummer morning by the beautiful sound of music wafting in my window. I took flight from the castle, following the sound to an encampment of traveling troubadours. I delighted in their frivolous, freewheeling jam sessions until sundown, at which time my father located me and had the entire assembly impaled. Dick move, I thought, but it did impress upon me the importance of the conservation of the arts. That idea is the bedrock of Lumino, and why? Though my accomplishments are great and numerous, it is my unrivaled masterwork. A lighthouse, landlocked and 10 stories tall, stands at the heart of the city of Lumino. There's always a lighthouse. There's always a lighthouse. This is connected to the Bioshock verse, and big thanks to my boy Ken Levine for all of his help. And okay, can I just say something about the oh, there's always a lighthouse? Yeah, just shoot. Yeah, please. Yeah, I mean, can I just say one hopes? <laughs> you know, because mm. otherwise. You got ships. Yeah. Oh, just no damn idea where the land sure. is. So yeah, there is always a lighthouse, Ken. It's like when I like if I need to go to the second floor, there is always stairs. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not remarkable. It's like I have to get up there. Right. Yeah. There's always stairs. Um, there is always a door. Yeah, Ken. I'm outside. Yeah. Well, now to be I'd fair, like to in. in the prairie, there's never. A, I mean, they wouldn't have a lighthouse. It's a true. That's a good point. And I will say, here in Lumino, there is no ocean or or uh, lake or anything nearby. There's no reason for a lighthouse here. This is purely uh, for, for take for it away. Reasons. Why did you put it there, Griffin? It's decorative. You put it there. A brilliant amber light. Cascades. Take your tchotchke down before we do our yeah, man. Cascades. Clean up a little bit. I'm sorry that you left all this shit on the map, but clean it up, man. All right, there's no more lighthouse because you no, guys talked shit. No, no, so I love the lighthouse. No. Okay, the lighthouse no, is the back. Destruction. A, <laughs> okay. Oh god. A brilliant amber okay. light. 
cascades down from the lighthouse's peak, surrounding the city in its warm, protective glow. Though eternal night has settled on the kingdom of Ongrave, you wouldn't know it walking these streets. The light of Lumino Tower casts an illusion of early sunset down every boulevard, refracted by thousands of mirrors down every alleyway. No matter where you stand, every hour in Lumino is golden. Through the portcullis of the city's southern chapel. That's why there's so many influencers. That's right. You can see through the portcullis of the southern checkpoint the hustle and bustle of the city's inhabitants, all of which are dressed in simple, ill-fitting, bohemian garments. Lady Godwin, you notice it is a far cry from the aristocratic trappings of Lumino seven years prior. Beret-adorned people sit idly on cafe patios, sketching, writing, and poetasting the day away. Buskers line every street corner, as do their audiences. In every direction, you see art and artists, except for immediately in front of you. Immediately in front of you, you see a booth built into the wall by the portcullis leading into the city, and inside, a smiling man wearing a pressed blue suit and a tall red fez. As he sees you emerge from the flaming wreckage of the carriage that brought you here, he snaps his fingers, and from a a gate nearby, a team of guards hop forward to extinguish the flames and cart away the body of your unfortunate driver. They move with practiced efficiency, as though removing the unsightly evidence of bloodshed is a common practice in these parts. As you approach, the smiling man waves you forward and says, Welcome, travelers, to Lumino. It seems you had some trouble getting here, but hopefully it will have been worth it. Now, if you could please state your name and the reason for your visit, be it business, pleasure, or maybe something in between. Pleasure business? He writes down pleasure business. No, sorry, that was, sorry, that was a question. Um, oh, uh, greetings. My name's Lady Godwin. You certainly recognize me. My eyes are up here. Uh, way, uh, way up I, there. I'm here to visit Dr. Frankenstein. There seems to be a bit of bodily confusion. Ah, uh, I understand. Unfortunately, Dr. Frankenstein no longer resides within the city of Lumino. Um, but I suppose you may be able to follow up on his whereabouts from some of the, the, the citizens here, if you so choose. Lady Godwin, that name strikes me as familiar. You're a former inhabitant, yes. I, I am still present. I have uh, lost a step or two in the uh, social circles that I travel in, so my name has not been um, scandalizing the yellow sheets, as it were. But uh, yeah, you'll still find me in, in, in the hustle and the bustle. Yes, of course. You still very active. As as in uh, a citizen of Lumino, you will of course be granted access. What about your two associates? Oh yeah. Uh hey, uh I'm I'm Crawford Munger. You can call me Munt, everybody does. Uh, uh this is of course uh Lady Agatha Thistleway. Uh You don't have to introduce dogs here. Dogs get in for free at Lumino. That seems impolite. You don't want to know the dog's name? Not really. Oh, okay. Well, you just told me a lot about what's yourself. That, what's that what's that bird's answer. name? There's a bird on that branch there. That is a wild bird and he goes by whatever name he chooses. Now, she chose Lady Agatha Thistleweight, and that's her name. Now, listen, uh, I'm here because uh, I made a promise to kick Dracula's ass and take his teeth and turn him into earrings. So, uh, is Dracula, do you know where Dracula is in here that I could go kick his ass and take his teeth and turn him into earrings? Or do you know somebody who knows where Dracula is I could kick his ass and 
So I used to eat to turn them into earrings. Do you know a jeweler? Because I just realized I don't know how to turn teeth into earrings. So we'll call that step three. Sorry, did you say Crawford Muttner? Yeah, that's me. I thought the Muttner clan had been exterminated. Now we're down to two. Um, we have had quite a few losses uh, in recent years. Uh, we have, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I don't know in good conscience if I can admit you to this city and be somewhat responsible for the extinguishing of your family's beautiful candle, Crawford. No, it's I, I cool, su- man. I suggest you... Perhaps you should return home and rethink this this plan of vengeful uh, accessory crafting. No, I understand. But my, see, my brother got uh, beat up so bad by the Invisible Man that he died. And I, I hate that dude. That dude is a real piece of shit. <laughs> an invisible piece of shit, if you ask me. Um, but I do need to kick Dracula's ass to take a seat and turn him into earrings. I, can I, I'll just say I can't see the problem with him. With Dracula? Or the Invisible Man? Oh, I get it. Oh, that was a good one. Excellent jokes. I haven't laughed like that in ages. I didn't hear. So, Crawford, I... I'm nearly a chortle. I, I can admit you to the city, but I must warn you that um, mm-hmm. you will not be able to find Dracula without uh, uh, leaving the city through the northern checkpoint, which is unfortunately closed okay. uh, to all who do not have business beyond the city's borders. But I suppose... I have business. I need to kick Dracula's ass to take his teeth and turn him into earrings. Yes. He's been clear. Understand. And then I'm going to open a theme bar, which is a business. Just try not to make any trouble, yes? And keep your dog on a leash, perhaps, yes? Well, man, yeah, well, obviously... I am no dog! I am no, no, not you. The other lady. Yeah, of course I'll keep her on a leash. I don't need to, because she's super well-trained. But, you know, there's always emergencies and surprises and everything, and okay. I like to keep her close and safe. And what about you, church man? Uh, I recognize it. Yes, what, hold on, one minute. Zero rights, Zed rights, Zeppelin rights, zero rights. Zoology rights. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I was just saying the last rights over our coach, bear, uh, coach driver. He was, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it takes a while. Did yeah, you just take a, a wild drag. stab at his religious affiliation before uh, you I began this? I always <laughs> assume. I, I always assume that. Uh, Sounded like you was covering your bases. You was uh, kind of well, getting I them always, all in there. I always cover my bases, yes. Uh, by getting Zebra Zed Zeppelin. What brings a man of the cloth to this uh, illuminated city of sin? I am the spiritual advisor to this this group. Uh, it's, it seems very important that uh, someone be based in the the arts of which they are I- investigating the vam- vampiric lore, um, and uh, also to keep them on the. Straight and narrow path. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm sort of at a, a, a spiritual advisor. It's true. He's got his hands full. My body is built for sin now, as you can see. Well, and I, I'm a fish. real wild, wild boy. I'm wilding out everywhere. I can you tell. You can see why they need uh, my my guidance. Yes, uh, every group should have just a church guy in it to ensure uh, good behavior. Well, mm-hmm. um, hey. I uh there is there's three things that there's three things you gotta have in every adventure park. Yeah. There's a church guy, yeah, mm-hmm. sword guy, yeah, bad boy. Yeah, yep. Everyone 
If you got more than that, it's too many. Yeah, <laughs> checks across the board. Ah, I see. Okay, well, um, fair, fair. All of you may enter into the city. Um, please, uh, no acts of violence are permitted uh, within these walls. Uh, if you are caught doing so, you shall be jailed, fined, or expelled from the city. Yes, you'll have your hand raised, uh, Mr. Muchner. Is there, do you have some kind of like, uh, like rule book or something that outlines what counts as uh, an act of violence? Because like, there's, I mean, like if I shove somebody, right, am I out? Or is it like start at stabbing and go are you there? Or? Are you planning on doing some pushing today? I mean, you never know. Yeah. Everyone gets the shoves from time to time. Sometimes I get, you know, just a little bit of the zoomies, you know what I mean? And I'm going around trying to get through a crowd or whatnot. You know what I mean? You never plan on shoving, really, but then the shove comes upon you, and you just gotta shove, shove, shove. What if I accidentally drop an anvil on someone on the street? Good mm. question. But it's in the or process a baby of grand piano. The baby mm-hmm. grand piano. Yeah. If I forget funnier. to put a manhole cover back and somebody walks and falls through yes. it, does that count? Yes. Unintentional consequences. Yes, again, I must say, uh, normally people do not ask me these sorts of questions. People don't try to pencil mm. in cartoon violence into their, uh, their schedules. Um, okay, Wild Boy, let's just try and keep it clean. Uh, air on the side of caution, let's say. Yeah. Uh, I can provide you with a map of the city or some of our... Uh, big highlights here, places you may be able to uh, visit on your quest. I, of course, encourage you to visit the theater district, perhaps take in one of our many shows or concerts, uh, attune yourself to the ghost light. uh, Is there an opera currently? There is always. Performing, being performed? There is always an opera. Oh, which? Lighthouse opera. Okay, keep going. If you need any assistance uh, here in the city, if you lose your way or need a lead in order to follow, please just call my name and uh, I shall attend to you post-haste. And what's your name? My name is Robert Halloween. Okay. (laughs) So simply holler out, Robert Halloween, and I shall attend to your needs post-haste. I was about to write that so, down, Robert, but I don't know exactly how I expect to forget Robert Halloween. I'm the mayor. Oh, and they make you work the front desk? I wear a lot of hats. I can see that. Right now it's just the fez, but later on, who boy? I assume there were smaller ones underneath. Yes. I just wrote down Robert Halloween. I don't think I needed to do that. Uh, hey, Robert, I do, have, I do have one question, Robert. Do you yes. know any uh, crossbow purveyors in town that maybe sell like unicorn bone, like maybe like antique uh, family heirloom type? crossbows. Mm, I see. If you are looking to be outfitted for some sort of quest, which again, I must tell you will not be possible, yeah. uh, the the mists will be the place for you to go uh, for that, but uh, perhaps it would be better for Is... you to get your bearings a bit before uh, going may, may I Maybe go through the gate with any sort of special dim- dispensation from you, Robert Halloween. You want, sorry, you want money from me? No, uh, f- like, uh, uh, if you would give us your sort of... Ah, ah, ah I see, I see. The northern no, checkpoint. No, yes, in order to pass that, I'm afraid you would need an endorsement from a city councillor. Uh, Not the mayor. No. Uh, okay. I'm more of so a they, figure... Do they have more juice than you? This is sort of a figurehead position, you understand. Oh, and I'm, okay. I'm, I'm extremely... Uh, You're like the pumpkin king. Sort of, yes, yes. I, I'm Robert Halloween. 
Uh, do you happen to know? Uh, of course, I knew all of them in my heyday. But uh, do you happen to know who the the current uh, council makeup is? Yes, of course. There's uh, Professor Jasmine, and of course, there's Tricky Doug, and of course, we have <laughs> okay, <quick time laughs> Little out. Michael. Quick time please out. let me. Quick please let me finish. Do not say time out. There's Little Michael. <laughs> Swamp Thing. <laughs> No. Okay. Conan. Griffiths. <laughs> and, uh... Listen, of, we've all been DM now. Was Griffiths mention of a city council on an absolute written invitation to ask who the fuck this is? And of council. course, of Isn't course... Isn't that what he wants from our us? Our newest member, uh, Mr. Pierre Reynolds, is a city councillor as well. That's the only one I'm writing down. <laughs> You're not writing down Swamp Thing and Conan? <laughs> no. Tricky Doug, oh, yeah. Little Michael? <laughs> I think if Professor Jazzman? It's tricky, Doug. City characters. Um, any other questions? I am Was a fault of knowledge. Did you say? What's that? Did you say Pierre Carmichael? No, Pierre I Reynolds. said Pierre Reynolds, uh, who was uh, your associate in spreading the word about shingles awareness seven years got ago it. on the night of your terrible accident. Uh, yeah, I just want like we got these two beautiful ashen horses here, and they no longer have uh, uh, an owner or a carriage to pull. Can you like stable them for us till we need them? Uh, I don't see any horses. You look back; the horse, one of the horses, ran away. I think shortly after biting Lady Godwin, uh, right on the hand. Uh, the other one has since fled. Since things have sort of calmed down, I'll here. call him later. Okay. Uh, well, uh, he turns a crank, and the portcullis opens to you access. He says, um, oh, real mature. Yes, very nice. No, I just for a second thought about it would be great if it wasn't connected to anything, because, like, it was already open. He just turned the crank to signal, this encounter's done. Uh, you may proceed, of course. I encourage you to holler my name any time the spirit is Robert Halloween! Yes, what is it? How can I help you? No, sorry, it's just Braxton. Okay, I've got a sort of Pavlovian thing. Anyway, off you go! You all stroll into the city of Lumino. If you will look at roll 20, I believe you should be able to see the map that has been given you. Oh, there's Uh, the lighthouse in the middle. There is. Lumino Tower, you can see, is standing proud over uh, the city and the theater district, that long sort of row of grand... Uh, buildings uh, marked as a, uh, a a sort of checkpoint here on the map as a, a a place for tourists to come visit is the Ghost Light Pub, right in the heart of the theater district and the heart of the city. You can also see a few other uh, places of interest here: the Parish, uh, a Grand Cathedral. You can see as you uh, enter into uh, the city in a, a, a fairly sort of um, inactive part of town. Uh, you can also see the Mist's Outfitter, both checkpoints, and Frankenstein's Lab uh, in the northeast uh, quarter there. Uh, you all walk into this city. Lady Godwin, again, I must impress upon you, it is a totally different vibe here. Back when you, ro- back when you rolled through Lumino and, you know, ran some shit, uh, it, was, uh, it, it was very aristocratic, very upper crust. You, you, yeah, all around you just see signs of... Uh, art, a lot of people in clothes that they clearly have made. Um, there are... Everybody make a perception check for me. There's a three from Godwin. Actually, a critical one from Godwin. Uh, 17 from uh, Crawford. Okay. Crawford, you notice there's, there's a lot of people sitting around creating and consuming art. 
Uh, you notice especially just sort of musical performers on every street corner and people listening to it. You also notice that there are people who are standing in groups and kind of swaying rhythmically as though they are listening to music that is not being performed by anyone. Uh, Silent disco, man. A sort of silent disco situation, and you see that all of those people, and in fact, I would say maybe half the folks here living in Lumina, you can see, have bolts in their neck, uh, similar to a Frankenstein, but unlike uh, Lady Godwin, uh, both of the bolts are on one side, uh, and Mm. all of the people who have bolts seem to be vibing on just like a whole different level. In a position, one might say, of a traditional vampire bite mark. Uh, yes, you could say that. Yes, of course. I will um, say that. Okay. Uh, you all walk into the city, and uh, this this is what you see. And I will give you all a chance to decide sort of what happens next. You've got some places you can go. You can, get, you know, do a little scouting work. You can do whatever you want. Uh, or uh, you can Lady, have a moment to sort of strategize amongst your characters. Lady Godwin, do you want to stop by your house while we're here and get your mail or whatever? It's been seven years, probably stacked up. Oh, I guess I should. Yes, the thought hadn't even occurred to me. So distressed about it. Uh, I'm also rather curious about these these boat-necked youngsters here. Uh, uh, would be uh, very interested to to learn more about them. Uh, Perhaps give myself a bit more context. Griffin, can I make in the uh, in this world, knowing about like monstery things, would that be like nature survival? Um, I will say it's survival. Thing? If you are wanting to know sort of about uh, monsters, if you're asking about animals, it would be nature. But okay, wow, that's a nineteen. Okay, what what specifically are you trying to glean so here, Crawford? Can I? Is is there? What do I know about like vampire thrall and? Uh, Things like that. Interesting. Because it's swaying. Um, yes. And it, it seems a little hypnotic to me. Um, you, you have seen vampiric thralls before. This is not exactly that. These people do appear to be under some sort of like, you know, if, if not spell, some sort of, uh, you know, mass hypnotic event, perhaps. Um, you... I think very faintly because you are sort of more switched on as a as a ranger uh, than your associates. You can feel sort of in the vibrations of your inner ear uh, a sort of like almost tinnitus level music uh, that is just sort of permeating this whole area. Uh, and I think, you know, I, uh, do you come often to Lumino? I'm guessing not, if since you were sort of... No, I, I am, well, as a trader, like, that's okay. how we've been making it. We collect, like, you know, the reagents, teeth, hair, uh, okay. different organs and whatnot that someone gross, would use for potions. From monsters and stuff, man. You, you know, collect it. You know this city's uh, sort of nickname is the Singing City of Lumino. There is a, there is... Uh, a music that permeates the very amber light that covers this entire area, and these people with the bolts in their neck—they seem to be vibing to it uh, to to a level that uh, you are you are sort of unable to. I relay all that information to sure. to the party. Hmm. Okay. Um. What next? Can I have it just because, like, while we're here? Can I pull aside the first sort of like person with the bolts in their neck? Sure, sure, sure. Can see. Excuse me. Excuse me. Arden? You uh, see a young woman 
with uh, dark red hair uh, and the bolts, of course, in her neck. She is wearing a black sort of patchy sweater uh, that is very, very large. Uh, That's a cool look. She looks up at... Everybody here is dressed very cool. Um, looks up at you and she says, uh, um, Yes, what is it? How can I help you? Sorry, I, I, I had a lady got one. Eh? Nice, cool. Uh, yes, she's back. I don't know who that is. Fair enough. I wanted to ask about the the, the bolts, dear. I've been um gone for some time. I I, I hope you forgive uh, my rudeness, but I, I couldn't help but wonder. I wanted to know about the, the two bolts in your neck. Oh, you've got them too, don't you? They're just on the ones on right. the wrong side, yes? And they're very big. Right, so what? where can I procure these sort of new, a little more streamlined, avant-garde bolts? Mm. Uh, well, that might be somewhat difficult now, bolts, so not anyone can <laughs> qualify for them. Um, but uh, I suppose that if you make your way to uh, any sort of shopkeep or um, sort of back alley bolt hardware vendor of some sort, they can uh, hook you up, um... That's not really... It's sort of impolite to ask. It is. Are you reanimated yourself? Am I reanimated? Only by the groove, baby. Gross. What? Sorry, what? What are the bolts for? I feel so old just asking. She says, oh, hold on, hold on one second. The song's ending. And she reaches up and she twists one of the bolts, and so does everybody else around here. Uh, and they start vibing much faster to a different beat entirely. Oh, yeah, she says, this is my jam. I think. So they're like AirPods, right? I almost said that as Mutt, and then I'm like, Mutt doesn't fucking know what AirPods are. <laughs> it's almost like a radio. It's almost like they are. They have all tuned a radio to the same frequency and are now jamming to a different song entirely. Okay. But they don't okay. seem to be reanimated. They are not. These are not uh, okay. dead people. These are just hip hipsters, essentially, with bolts in their necks. Um, uh. Lady Godwin, uh, is, yeah. there, is there any chance that your bolts will serve the same function and you just don't remember it? Have you oh. ever fiddled no, with them? I suppose it can. Let me give it a... Ah! Oh. <laughs> Make a... Fucking Christ! <laughs> okay. So that, that's a no, then. Two no, two it, it was quite sensitive, and I'm extremely strong. Two checks. One, I'm going to need a constitution saving throw from you, Lady Godwin, as you turn these bolts that are in your neck that are not designed for this. But you can... I didn't know that, and it was a fair question, and I wanted to find out. Yes, and this is the re- this is what happens because of it. This is the result. This yeah, is the, the finding yeah, okay. out. Yeah, this is the finding out. You fucked around, you did 17. find out. 17, very good. You, 17. You are made from sturdier stuff than this. A little twisting of a bolt that's not supposed to bolt turn in your neck, it doesn't do any harm to you. Next, I'll need a wisdom saving throw from you. Now, that one? Yes. That's a weak point. Okay, let's see. No, it's not. 16. 16. Now, Griffin, you know how dice work. Just because I got lucky doesn't mean I'm wise. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the broken clock, etc. You et turn the knob on your neck, and as you do, you hear like 
a hundred songs all at the same time, just sort of blasting into your mind in a way that is seems like this is not the way that this is supposed to work. You just hear like, somebody what? And then you hear like a little bit of like Moonlight Sonata and then you hear some but it's polka. So, but something happens. Yeah, something right? happens, it's yes. Not, it's not completely different. It's not completely it's not different. No, like, you have two pieces okay. of metal in your neck that have allowed you to sort of like dial into Lum- like, Lumino Radio, as it were. Like when Lucille Ball said she picked up radio signals on it's a lot like that, yes. Um, okay. The person who you were talking to uh, turns back to her crew and starts bopping along to the same song. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but uh, when I when I come in Lumino for trade and stuff, when I want to get a little bit of like gossip, because I love it, I love the gossip, uh, the hot goss, I go to the pub. Should we go to the pub first? Oh, mm. I mean, you don't have to. I'm not saying let's go get I wasted. I'm saying I want to get a moment's peace. Well, um, yeah, he may be right. Uh, that's usually because the the drink sometimes lubricates the tongue. So the and it's open mic night, so like that's fine. Fuck you. Would would you um, would you even sully a place like th- that with your your uh, sorry? Let me rephrase that. Would you sully yourself by entering a place like that, Padre? Or, well, oh no! No, yes, I would because even the the bright lord uh, went into the the places where where the downtrodden were and the evil uh, to to try to reach them and have them change their ways, and I could. Probably use a hot toddy too. I mean, it's a nice place. They got a kids menu, and it's nice. Yeah, it's not. It's not seedy or nothing. Nuggies. We should away to the pub. They have nuggies. Yeah, they always. And they all speak in these fun pirate accents when they wait on you and stuff. It's really nice. You fucking jerk, (laughs) (laughs) man. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So. 
Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm Elliot Kalen. And together we are The Flophouse, a long-running podcast on the Maximum Fun Network, where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. 
And because we're so long running, maybe you haven't given us a chance. I get it. But you don't actually have to know anything about previous episodes to enjoy us. And I promise you that if you find our voices irritating, we grow endearing over time. Perhaps you listened to one of our old episodes and decided that we were dumb and immature. Well, we've been doing this a while now. We have become smarter and more mature and generally nicer to Dan. But we are only human, so no promises. Find the Flophouse on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. You all stroll through Lumino towards the sprawling theater district. It is outrageous. It is it is uh, it is it is Broadway. There are dozens of theaters and concert halls and museums. Uh, there is so much culture happening in this like four square blocks. They doing uh, of Phantom. The city. They are doing Phantom. They oh, are doing. Yeah, Spider-Man, turn off the light. Turn on the light. Which one was it? The light flips on and off. Only one makes it. Griffin, if you can just bear down for one second, there's a joke about how this is a town that's always lit up. And I know that if you just wait and dream and hope for it, it'll be there. We can come back to it in a couple episodes if you want. Yeah, I'll have a great Spider-Man joke here around episode four. So stay tuned. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to have a great Spider-Man joke knowing myself way yeah, before that. Way earlier. Just, just you, come and practice. And you make your way to the theater district. It is this just sort of long row of places of art and culture. And right at the entry to this, uh, to this corridor, you see the Ghost Light Pub. Uh, this is a new establishment, Lady Godwin. This was not here, uh, nor was most of this theater district uh, when you okay. uh, when you lived in Lumino. Uh, as you walk into the building, you see a uh, surprisingly tacky sort of place. There's lots of uh, knickknacks and show posters and uh, a, a lot of memorabilia. Uh, all over this 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 building, uh, it's just one sort of huge hall uh, where people are drinking and conversing and doing pub stuff. Uh, it is totally full, thanks to its proximity here to the to the theater district, which is bustling more than any other part of the town. Uh, there's music playing out loud in here, same sort of bohemian crowds, but uh, there's a lot of sort of obvious tourists also mixed in here. Um, as you all walk in, the bartender sees you all and says, Hello! May I prepare for you all a beverage? My name is Robert Halloween. What? Oh, May I on. see to your thirst? Yeah, man. Oh, uh, fuck. Robert, sorry, my mind is exploding with Griffin's genius. <laughs> One man working at all the places. It was right there in front of us, guys. Why didn't I see it before? <laughs> Fuck! Uh, Robert, could I have... Uh, That's why he's the master. <laughs> could I have a double Prosecco on the rocks? I'm. Can I just say, I am really sad that history, this being an audio podcast, history will lose the... Uh, Repeated Kieran Culkin eyebrow raises that Griffin just gave me <laughs> as his play became. I named my guy Robert there. Halloween, so there's more creativity that went into it. Yeah. <laughs> then what? Then Justin. But Justin. Oh, no, no, Griffin. Justin is. Justin should be cast aside for history. You, what you have, what I have was done is laziness born of the moment. This is genius. Yeah, thank you. You, you have, you have changed the game. 
Uh, typically, we don't serve Prosecco on the rocks, Mr. Mutner, but um, I can suppose do, we can you make can an exception. do them like whiskey stones so it don't water down. Yes, absolutely. He, and he, can I get a dish of uh, water for the lady, please? For Okay. She hands I a dish of... No, for my dog. <laughs> he hands a dish of water to Lady Godwin and says... No, no, uh, the dog. No, for the dog. She pounds it. Woof, woof. No, I'll well, have, uh, as long as the Prosecco is open. Was there an end to that sentence? Because you just sort of, it sort of disintegrates. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you like to okay. know? My eyes are up here. I'll have the Prosecco as well. He pours you a tiny, elegant little snifter of Prosecco and hands it in your direction. <laughs> um, I'd like a virgin mead. That's just, yes, okay. That's apple. <laughs> That's honey. He, he hands you some apple juice. Oh, <laughs> and, a, and, a, and an egg timer set to several weeks. <laughs> uh, you all get your beverages and take in the lay of the land. Um, you notice, Lady Godwin. I think it's easy for you to notice things in this type of situation because you tower over everyone else in the room by a good foot and a half, at least. You notice in the back corner of the room, surrounded by a, uh, a crowd of admirers and, in fact, a velvet rope uh, sort of going around uh, his, his table, you notice a familiar face. You see Pierre Reynolds of the Pierre Reynolds for Shingles Awareness, uh, an old associate of yours who appears to be doing uh, quite well for himself. He is regaling everybody else at this table. Uh, with uh, what seems like delightful and erudite sort of uh, stories. And um, they are making quite quite a bit of ruckus back there, just sort of laughing and guffawing it up uh, at, at this crowd. Um, you also recognize a familiar face, Crawford. And in fact, he... Uh, make a, Let's make a, a rivaled perception check to see who notices who first. Okay. You notice, sitting at a table, before he notices you, Cedric Bolgard. He is a big, golden-haired, barrel-chested man wearing a leather vest. He's got so many different uh, monster-slaying implements on his person, stakes. He's got two big golden crosses. Uh, he's got a whip. He's got uh, a, you know what? He has a vicious heavy crossbow, like the oh, one man. you recently lost in a tragic, uh, unavoidable, bit, unavoidable bit of <laughs> negligence. Um, and similarly, he has a, a crowd of, uh, of of young women who are surrounding him, sort of listening to his every word as he talks about uh, his his many adventures. I notice him first, right? Yes, you do. Um, I am going to pick up a tray and uh, approach him in such a way that he doesn't see my face, but like I'm holding a tray like a server. Okay, you do that. Let's play that out. Am I close to him? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, excuse me, sir. Uh, can you hand me that can of Huffama? Sorry, I didn't quite understand you. Did you say Huffama? What's Huffama? Huffama shorts, Cedric. And I slap him in the back of the head. Uh, make an attack roll. An unarmed attack roll on the back of unarmed Cedric's attack head. roll. Well, he did have the tray. Okay. 
So you did attack with a sickle, but well, I didn't have unarmed. We'll say that's a whoopsie. You did roll a four. <laughs> well, uh, he didn't know I was coming. I should have advantage. That was a sneak uh, attack. You did that talk to him, which sort but of that's does... a surprise attack. You never think a server's gonna smack you in the back of the head. I'll grant that to you. Go, go ahead and roll with advantage. Roll one more. I did. I got that, no, he doesn't have to. He got a. He uh, got a okay, you got a fucking critical advantage. hit. You smack him so hard in the back of his head that he slams his face down into the table. Now I'm not trying to hurt him. I'm trying to mess up his hair. You did crit him though, so yeah. You... So I messed up his hair critically. <laughs> okay, you messed up his hair critically. He looks up at you with shock and anger. You see, and he looks his up. Hand. I'm flipping him off. He, he reaches down at to his whip, and then he looks up at you, and then he says, "Crawford Mutna." Cedric Bogard, you, you old douche. old so-and-so. What? What? <laughs> I said you old so-and-so. Oh, I was going to say the same thing, Crawford. How the hell are you, man? Doing pretty good. How are you doing, it's Cedric? It's been too long. What brings you to Lumino? Oh, I, I never to... thought uh, I would see uh, your, your type uh, mixing uh, around with the, the hoi polloi. Oh, I love theater, man. It's great. What's your favorite show? Tell Phantom. me now. It's Phantom. What? Phantom. Phantom, mm, pedestrian, but I suppose it's, it's a crowd I like please. stones in his pockets. What's that? Stones in his pockets. It's a two-man show set in Ireland about uh, two people. Well, they play a lot of different characters working on making a movie in a small it Irish sounds town. Sounds so boring. You're um, boring. So you're here to consume the theater, Crawford? No, That's I'm here to kick Dracula's ass and take his teeth and turn it into earrings. What about you, man? What are you up to? Are you crying? <laughs> Is that crying noises? Or? You, you intend to slay Dracula Crawford? Well, I mean, he might die from it, but I just kick his ass, take his teeth, throw him in the earrings. No part of that, I guess, would be fatal. Crawford, I must say, I have heard uh, that quite a few misfortunes have befallen your family. I am 27. surprised. 20, 27? Well, just from Dracula's hands, uh, Russell was the 28th. He got beat up by the Invisible Man so bad he died from it. I hate that man. He kicked I my know. ass once, too. Really? Yes. The Invisible Man's a piece of shit. He is a shithead, and I hope one day he gets what's coming to him. I would say keep an eye out for him, but completely not, not possible. Like, doesn't do <sighs> Listen, Crawford, you should probably think about giving up this quixotic quest of yours and returning home. Don't you think you have... You you have your poor mother to worry about, and if you are the last of the Crawford line, don't you think it's more important to sort of preserve your legacy? But that that's the point. So I was thinking, once I kill Dracula, and, or sorry, kick Dracula's ass, took his teeth, turned him into earrings, then maybe I'd get married, settle down, have a couple kids. I was going to see what your cousin was doing. Kick their asses, turn no, their teeth I wouldn't, into earrings. I wouldn't. Crawford, maybe, I maybe, maybe me and my wife could exchange consensual earrings made of our own teeth and kind of a Billy Bob Thornton, Angelina Jolie kind of thing. A beautiful thing to aspire to. What a model of healthy romance. <laughs> I, is, your, Crawford, is your cousin Misty still single? Listen, we're not doing this. Listen. Crawford. I'm just asking, man. Crawford. I'm, Crawford. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm going to slay Dracula this cycle. As you know, my family has done that four times already. And so I intend to. Not very fifth. good then, huh? Sorry? If you had to kill him four times, it doesn't seem like it's stuck. Ah, oh, Crawford, certainly you should know that Dracula always comes back. We can purchase for the people of this land a bit of peace and respite uh, from his uh, his torments, but uh, Dracula always comes back. You must know this, yes? Hard for him to torment without teeth. Okay, that's an interesting idea. Listen, 
I, 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 you're not going to win this one, uh, Crawford. I am, I am going to slay Dracula to bring honor to my name, to my mm-hmm. family. Cool. Um, but, but, yeah. yeah, next time, he's all yours, buddy. He's you all yours. You know what would be fun? If you told me where Dracula was and everything you know about killing him, and then it'd be like a race. Make a very high persuasion check. Yep. I'm not going to do it. I mean, you just critical. That's him. a one. Wow, Trav. Told you. That's a one. He says, okay, if you must know, uh huh, I have secret intel on okay. the location of Dracula. Yeah. He, you must first leave the town through the southern checkpoint. Make That's your right. back way okay. back down the road, okay. up into the hills, uh-huh. and then back to your house, oh. and then into your bedroom, uh-huh. and then up up your butt and around the corner. And God then damn it, Cedric! Fiving everybody at the table all in a row. I go in for one with a with a one what? with a one. Yes, I got this. No, with a one, I got this huge old lady gets oh, it. Dear. What about you, Padre? High five! Did you hear my burn? Uh, Yes, a very, very Bernie. That uh, was that my, was my nods at, at Philo. Yeah, go ahead. You can have Philo. Yes, yes. That good. was that was pretty. Yeah. I, I, well, I would rather not high five. Listen, but I, I will give you kudos, kudos, sir. As we all know, there are three steps to defeating Dracula. The three D's, and you seem to know none of them. In order to defeat Dracula, must discover his weakness, determine his location, and then dance defeat- like no one's watching. And dance like no one's watching is a secret middle step, and you've okay. found it, you've identified it. And then the fourth step is to defeat Dracula. I don't wait, think. Wait, 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 wait! I, I didn't get the third one. Dance Dan- like no one's watching. Dance like no one's watching. Ah. Uh. And then there defeat you Dracula. You seem ill-equipped to do any of these, Crawford. You and your party, please go home. You're embarrassing yourself and me by extension because I know you. You still playing in the softball league, by the way? Like, am I going to see you this summer or what? Yeah, you'll see me at the softball league. Okay, cool, man. Tell Misty I said hi. I want to go kill Dracula now, okay? I'll uh, be the best man win, I suppose. You're going to tell Misty, though, right? Have her call me? Yes, I'll tell Misty. I'll have her call you. I'm not going to stand in the... You all have something very special. Thanks, bro. High five. Uh, he high fives you. Uh, dexterity saving throw. Son of a... You're no. too slow. That's a six. I move Dead. out of the way. You're too slow. Two of the people who are, like, sitting here and, like, listening to, like, to his every word kind of sigh and then stand up and leave. Damn it. Damn you, Crawford. I'll see uh, you pay- Crawford licks one finger and does like a whack, little hash one yeah, sure. in the end. Okay. Um, he sits back down and ignores you as he goes back to his conversation. Hey, um, Brother Philo. Mm, yes. Make a perception check for me, please. Two. Kind of, kind of warm in here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Never mind. It's not that warm. There's Never like mind. Peanut There's what? peanut shells all over the floor. <laughs> I am wearing a burlap robe and a cowl. I guess I could take the cowl down. Um, okay. Uh, as you all uh, sort of make this this uh, big kerfuffle with Cedric, uh, Pierre at the back of the room stands up, and he says, "Oh my lord." If it isn't, impossible 
Imposible. There is. Lady Godwin? You yet live? Yeah. Well, after a fashion. Sorry, I did not understand you, which I get is rich coming from me. After a fashion. I see. I watched you get thoroughly splattered by Dracula and the Wolfman in their very fast automobile. And you have recovered from this? Oh, recovered, yes, in so much as I still have my, my heart well. No. My brain, my soul, and this luscious body that I uh, assume is borrowed because my rather more stately frame must be somewhere uh, in, in, in perhaps in Frankenstein's possession? I know not. It was exploded. Oh, no, I saw it get pretty thoroughly exploded. Yes, it is not exist. Okay, good. You did so. Sorry, wait. You've just confirmed. You did see me be killed? Yes, it was horrific. Your whole body just sort of vanished and your head went flying through the air like a football being kicked by a football player. So, you think there's no chance that I'm getting that original model back is where you're at? You would need some sort of... Uh, scraping device and a time machine to seven years ago to scrape it up off the pavement like so many pancakes. Grapes, even. Grapes, even. Thank you. I forgot about the existence of my favorite breakfast food, grapes. If I can... If I can... (laughs) One more question before you return your attentions to uh, Brother Philo. Um... When I was splattered like so many crepes, shooting my innards hither and yon, with my blood repainting the stained glass windows of the nearby buildings... Like a human piñata. Yes, like (laughs) you've said, like a human human piñata. Did I do it in sort of an elegant way? I will say the arc that your disembodied head took through the air was ballet-like, yes... Um, if there was a he- ballet of just heads. Um, and there you have it, gentlemen, class is born and not learned. Um, as this conversation yeah, is taking man. place, Brother Philo, you feel someone tug at the back of your robes. Um, you kill them. Kill them. And we <laughs> are... Uh, you turn to see who has done so, and it is uh, a little boy... And he's wearing a, 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 a like a red uh, button-down shirt uh, and some uh, darker red slacks, uh, and he looks up at you with surprise, and then starts walking away from you backwards, uh, almost in fear, towards the door to the ghost light pub. Well, my son, what is uh, what is troubling you? And he follows him. Uh, He goes to leave. He leaves the Ghostlight Pub, and you see him walking out onto the street, uh, still backwards, still looking uh, at you, making eye contact. Philo calls back over his shoulder. "Um, Friends, I have to step out for for just a moment. Hold hold on, hold on, uh, young man. Uh, 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 Wait, 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 wait. And follows him out. Okay. Um, you follow him out, and he, uh, you see, takes off on a sprint out of the theater district, uh, towards the parish. 
on the sort of southwestern uh, quarter of town. Uh, he sprints for just a couple of minutes, uh, and you pursue him uh, to to this grand cathedral. Um, you see him step inside. It looks it looks positively derelict. There is really nobody in this part of town. There is nobody inside of this uh, building, as far as you can see. It looks as though no one has been in here in in several years. Cobwebs line the windows. Uh, parts of the sort of stonework have crumbled and fallen down uh, to the ground below. This is this is not an active place of worship. All right, uh, Brother Philo steps inside the door. Can he do an investigation check? Absolutely, you can. That's a sixteen. Uh, uh, so you're investigating from outside or inside? No, I stepped inside. Okay. Uh, from the very back of this sort of cathedral as you step in, you see uh, that the inside of uh, this building is in a, a, a similar state of disrepair. Uh, there is no one around. There are pews uh, that have been crumbled. You see that actually there's a lot of pews that are obviously missing. Uh, people have uh, broken in here and done a, a bit of looting, you uh, expect. Um... There's stained glass shards sort of scattered all over the floor. Uh, there are some sort of cracks in the uh, the stone foundation that have formed, and you see plant life starting to sort of like grow up into the room. You also see with a 16 at the back of the room a confessional booth uh, divided into two sides, one of which is illuminated, and you see the silhouette of a man inside. And a voice comes from that booth, and it says, Ah, uh, yes, come come forth, child. Um, are you ready to make your confession? Um, uh, yes, uh, yes, I am. One, one moment. I need to make another check. Okay, what are you making? I want to make a religion check. I want to see if this is still sanctified ground. Ooh. Ooh. Very good. Mm. Very good call. Very good call. Yeah. Eleven. Um, I mean, hmm. Is it sanctified ground? It is not. It is not. It, it, so that sort of power has to be, um, has some sort of upkeep to it, right? You can't just, like, build a church and then it is eternally sanctified ground. It must be sanctified. And it is in such a state of disuse um, that it is not. I will also say this check is not very high. There is some sort of power here, some sort of influence here that you can't quite tell, but it is not sort of a flavor that you are familiar with. Okay. Brother Philo makes the... He walks up at the confessional, makes the sign of the sun. You still leave the sun. S-U-N, sign of the sun. Yeah. Which is uh, a Hadouken. That is doing a both, Hadouken with both hands. Hand. Both hands extended. Okay. Uh, a spider the, shadow puppet. A sort of horizontal the, Hadouken, if you will. Yeah. Okay. And um, walks in and sits in the confessional. Okay. He says, um, "Greetings, child. It has been some time since I have done this. Uh, this land has been lost to heathens, um, but." Uh, what can I do you for? <laughs> um, well, uh, I must confess. Yeah. 
Well, that's, that's I must I must confess. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, uh, I gave some demonic people shingles really bad, uh, and, and by making magic go in their mouth. So that was bad. God, what um, a great way to phrase it, too. The grossest uh, imaginable just way of the phrasing worst it. Way. No. And uh, I, uh, I, I considered uh, ordering regular uh, mead, uh, and just the thought of that, I think, is something I should be forgiven of. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I, it just, it's okay if it's just two things. I, it is, but I also, I, I must be honest. Just being in this poor husk of a worship. Place, I feel a little sinish mm. uh, just being in here. What has what has happened, my my brother? Oh, father, to, please to this you... to this wonderful. I mean, it's got good bones. This cathedral, what a real has, fixer upper. What has happened? Well, I must first inform you that the bone cathedral is on the other end of town. That oh, is where they worship okay. the god of bones, Skeletor. Oh, I see. <laughs> but I'll try to check that. That was not on the map, so I'll, I'll look at that later. But what has happened here? You see, my child, uh, people in Lumino, they have little use for the gods in a place such as this. No one is seeking out the power of the divine, Dracula especially. And so you couldn't, like, Tidy up occasionally? I mean, is no one coming to your services? No one comes for confession? No one comes for... I mean, christening, surely you have... I saw a child, so I, I know there must be children. There must be babies. There must be christenings you do. Sorry, when I said that people have no need for religion in a place like this, I forgot to mention that we they still definitely do christenings and baptisms nonstop. People oh, I, now I know you. Your father wise ass. Okay, go on. Um, you feel a shuddering uh, come from the very building that you are standing in as you say that. Please watch your tone with me. Please, um, this is not the way to speak to one of your elders, don't you think? Well, I, I, I don't know for sure if you are one of my elders. What is, what is your... Uh... Your title and name, my friend. My name is Father Moore, and I am in charge of this building, derelict though it may be. Is the, let me ask another question. I saw a child run in here, uh, dressed all in 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 red. Uh, seemed uh, to be a bit put off by my appearance. It could be the tonsure because that that does it to a lot of people. It's a good um, look, if you ask me. What brings you, you to Lumino, brother? Um, well, I asked my question first. The child? I know of no such child. Ah. Uh, I'm here as a spiritual advisor for a, a group uh, that perhaps you could uh, get behind their efforts. They're, they're here to kill Dracula? Ah. And I'm, uh, I'm sort of a, I, I'm, 
I, I don't know, I'm, I'm would-be uh, memoirist. I'm, I'm collecting information. Yes. I'm kind of a law master. This is a matter that is near and dear to my own heart. I would love to see Dracula oh. slain. Yes, well, that would help business, wouldn't it? I mean, it is difficult to accomplish, I'm sure you can appreciate, even more so these days. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, well, then you can give me aid. What? A, 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 a gentleman before, a uh, rather uh, blonde fellow, uh, Cedric uh, Beauregard? Beauregard, yes. Beauregard mentioned that he has killed Dracula. Uh, his family has uh, three different times. Do you happen to know what method he used? Were you involved in that process at all? Unfortunately not. I am not an adventurer by trade. All that I know is that immortality is the medium through which Dracula works his art. Um, I can tell you this. He once drew his power from a demonic pact. Dracula became Dracula because of this arrangement he forged with a power built into the very earth of Ongrave. But I have reason to believe that as of late he has betrayed that source to become something new and even more profane. Brother Philo, I must ask before we go any further, you are a servant of the Lord as well. Is that something you would ever consider changing your affiliation? Um, uh, well, I, I go where the, uh, where the, the sun needs me. I, uh, I would serve in whatever capacity. I'm kind of a rogue agent, I suppose, but, uh, for now, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sad. Why are you Hmm. Are you offering me a job? Perhaps. And then the light goes out. And Hello? the voice goes silent. Hello? Uh, he, um, Philo kind of peers through the, uh, the latticework between the two chambers. Okay. Um, you're going to make me check that, aren't you? Um, <laughs> yeah, make another investigation check for me, please. And that's only an eight. I mean, you're appearing from one booth into an adjacent booth. This is not a very difficult check. Uh, there's no one in there. And in fact, there's not only no one in there, there is... Um, uh, it is full of spider webs. Uh, un, un sort of uh, bothered, uh, fully whole spider webs almost fill up this, this, uh, this whole booth. There is no one inside. Um... Except a talking spider. Hmm. Solved uh, it. As you open up the booth to leave, you I'm not even going to make you roll for this. You do notice something rather distressing. It wasn't there when you walked in, or maybe it was, and for whatever reason, you didn't see it. But sprawled out directly in front of the pulpit of this church is a man he is wearing the robes of a parishioner um, and he is dead. Uh, you can see a grisly wound uh, in his chest uh, and it seems as though uh, 
his heart has been removed. Uh, there is blood pooling uh, all around him. Uh, and this kill seems fresh. And just as you notice that, you hear someone pounding at the door into the cathedral. Let's hop back over to uh, Lady Godwin and Mutt speaking to Pierre Reynolds. Um, Pierre says, Sir, you wish to kill Dracula, yes? Uh, that's the idea, yes. Imposing, sir, your new form may be, I, I must tell you, Lady Godwin, I do not believe you to be up to the task, and I would hate to send one of my oldest and dearest friends to their demise. I'm, I do crack him across the jaw. Whoa, holy shit. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. He and I have bad blood. It's not coming from nowhere. Why do you have bad blood? But Pierre Reynolds, may I ask? I just don't want. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like you have just decided in this moment that you don't fucking like this dude at all. What? Uh, But, okay, remind me of our... our, our Together you all ran a incredibly philanthropic organization to spread the word of the disease called shingles. Uh, the condition called, called the shingles. Pierre Reynolds Shingles the Awareness Pierre Reynolds Foundation, shingles. which I believe you founded. You did found for him. Pierre Reynolds. So, I yeah, I sorry, I yeah, you're right. That's too aggressive for Pierre. It, you cannot be honest, Griffin. I think it was the accent. Mm. <laughs> like it's it's hot. It is very instinctive. I get it. Um, uh, I, you know what I'm gonna do instead? I'm gonna re- rear back and uh, break the table in half with my. Okay, hand. cool. Uh, make an attack roll against yeah, the table. Fine. Take. Take this, the table. <laughs> um, there is my um, hand axe. How about I use the hand axe? I have it in my hand already. Here we go. Twelve. Uh, twelve. Um, okay. You slam your axe down on the table. It does not break. Good. What it does do is you look down and you see that you have just chopped a hand in half when you slammed the axe down on the table. And there is a silence that goes over the pub and everybody looks over to what has just happened. Uh, And it takes you a second to realize like, oh shit, what was that? You notice this is a disembodied hand. This hand was skittering across the table moments ago, Crawford. You saw this happen, and just by happenstance, you happened to chop it right in half. And you see uh, Pierre look down at this hand and look back up at you and say, that was incredible. He he picks up the two halves of the hand and throws them. He says, these infernal things, they keep they keep just holding into this establishment. I am the proprietor of the Ghost Light Pub, and these things have been a menace to me. And you have just displayed an incredible ability at destroying them. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll go down to your basement and I'll kill nine more. And then you can give me a hundred gold. First of all, gold is not the currency that we use in... Zenny. It's money that we use. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and second of all, the source of these abominations is not the basement of the ghost light pub. It is, it is Frankenstein's laboratory. It's a real pain in the ass. He, 
He went and uh, took flight to uh, shack up with Dracula at his castle, I suppose. People, and hey, can I, sorry, Peter, people keep saying shack up, and that's a yes. term that I usually associate. Are they yeah. yeah. Are Dracula and Dr. Frankenstein involved in some way? Are they I, uh, who am I to gossip? I'm just kidding. Gossiping is like my favorite shit. Um, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They are both quite reclusive, as you might imagine. But I will tell you this. When Frankenstein left, he did not do, um, let's say, a particularly good job of neutralizing some of the great undead threats that he created inside of his laboratory. Um, you would be doing me a great service if you could uh, put an end to, uh, to, to these threats. A service um, that perhaps you would uh, grant us uh, uh, passing through the, uh, the northern gate? If we, there, if we cleaned up them hands? I do not want to send one of my dearest friends to their death, but if this is the mission that you have set your heart upon, who am I to say no? Yes, if you make your way to Frankenstein's lab, neutralize these abominable hand monsters, find their source and shut it down, then yes, it would only be fair that I could uh, make an exchange with you for passage through the northern checkpoint. Yes. Well, it yes. sounds like we got ourselves a hand job. <laughs> I don't want to end the episode there. You can't, but you do have to. <laughs> Sorry, my lawyers are reaching out to your, your lawyers as we speak, and that does need to be the end of the episode. <laughs> Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.